1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: I love them both. I love them both. So, be,
0: so, you're, so Slows Go Dating is your fun, and Married at First Sight is your fucking community service. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret Two. This week, I'm joined by none other than author, matchmaker with the most, and star of maths and celebs go dating. It's Paul Brunson, everybody!
1: Woo! Woo! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and the crowd goes oh, 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 oh.
2: There we go, there we go, there we go, there we go.
0: <laughs> I haven't had that many Americans on actually, and I felt like I feel like my energy is probably what you'd stereotypically assuming americans would be you know i'm fucking fired up all the time yeah. i'm really positive but i want the extra mile for you there babe i don't know any chance. <laughs> i don't know any chance.
2: i appreciate the extra mile but yeah you, you're giving me very new york energy right now because i'm from New York. yeah it's very you know we're either on or off and you're yeah. on you know i like that i need that energy
0: well, I feel like I'm, so obviously when you hear New Yorker, you think like going a million miles an hour, like New York, like getting the bagels, like, oh, but then also I feel like really funny, really excited, really passionate about sports. Like, am I falling into every stereotype here? Yeah, I I mean,
2: you started with getting our bagels. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, you just hit the stereotype, like bam, you know what I mean? But yeah, but you have to remember that, you know, there's many different areas of New York. So where I'm from is Queens. So you know, it's it's a it was a different vibe. Queens, where I was from, Jamaica Queens, was very Caribbean. It was a lot of first and second generation Jamaicans, Haitians, Dominicans. So it felt like you were in an island somewhere, but it was just freezing. You know, and that's, <laughs> that's pretty much what it felt like.
0: Mate, I know you're like a big time TV star now and everything, but I just want to let you know if you ever wanted to do like podcasts, you've got the fucking voice for it. I oh would listen my. to you talk all day.
2: Oh my keep 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 Vicky, come on. What else you got? You you have already <laughs> gassed me up completely. All right, out the gate. You right. you get everybody up like this.
0: I do try and be really complimentary, but honestly, like I am, I don't know. I just feel like I'm naturally going to buzz off you this episode. Right. I also feel like you're really handsome as well, mate. So congratulations oh, on God.
2: that. I t- I t- Vic. You just come, just keep. What else you got, Vic? This is <laughs> what else you got. Come on, let me just sit and be. Because can I say this though? This is a this is a complete tangent, but I have to say this because now that I'm I'm really listening to your voices. Uh, I've been in the UK for four years. Yeah. And when I got here, everyone's accent sounded the same to me. Did it? Yeah. So I couldn't understand. I mean, I could understand, but I couldn't see the difference between the accents. Uh, Now that I've been, you know, and visited, I understand the difference. And what I realized is that the further I went north, the least I could understand. (laughs) (laughs) So... And, and my son is the same way. So I have two, two boys, my youngest, we just went to, to Liverpool. Oh, and yeah. he honestly asked me, do they speak a different language <laughs> in Liverpool? And I was like, no, it's the same thing. Like they're speaking the same thing. They're just quick with it. They're quick with it. You know, you got to flow with it. But, oh. but, but I will say, as you go north, I prefer, mm. I'm not trying to you know shade anybody, but I prefer the accent as you go north.
0: It's got more character, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, more just like, you know, just more. <laughs> there's like more. It's like you can have chicken or you can have chicken with hot sauce. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, babe. We've got all the sauce up north. All the, all sauce. the sauce. All the
2: sauce. Um,
0: <laughs> your poor son wouldn't stand a chance for me because not only am I <laughs> born and bred, Geordie, obviously, I spent three years in Liverpool for uni. Ah. So, yeah, I'm just a mad. I mean, obviously, Geordie through and through, but yeah, I, I'm thick. I'm yeah, I'm quite. Thick. Yeah, but,
2: but do you notice, do you change, like we call it code switching in the U.S. Do you mm-hmm. change your accent based on who you're around?
0: So I didn't think I did, Paul. That's a really good question. I didn't think I did. And I was just like, wait, I'm the same with everybody. I'm a majority. Do you know what I mean? Like I haven't changed a bit, blah, blah, blah. Proud of me, roots, salt of the earth. This was what I thought. <laughs> and then I did a podcast with a lad from up northeast, um, lovely fella. And he just went, God, your accent's not softened, hasn't it? Wow. And I was like do you think I said I honestly didn't believe I had but then I suppose it's subconscious mate like yeah. I've been down here for about 7 years now and probably for the first 2 years no disrespect to anybody in London you know but I think I probably spent most of it just fucking repeating myself because yeah. everyone was like can you slow down what did you say there you know yeah. so probably for the sake of like efficiency yeah I might have mellowed slightly in terms of my voice but all it takes is half an hour with the lasses up north or like one glass of wine and I'm fucking Jimmy Neal again. And you you probably go... won't get that reference, but...
2: No, <laughs> did you say Jimmy Neal? <laughs>
0: Jimmy, Jimmy Neal, he's like a famous Geordie fella from Alf Pet. This is like a cultural thing, but if you ever are bored and want to watch Alf Pet, like I would recommend.
2: You really? Yeah, okay. I, I mean, if you're recommending, I'm, I'm going to go with it. Can I, can I say on, on, on the accent side though, Yes. So I find that very interesting. And I right. see that happen in dating all the time.
0: Really? You must say oh. so much interesting stuff
2: though. Oh so do people,
0: try, do women, this is a one, I have to ask this because I've been guilty of this. When I was younger in particular, not so much now I'm a grown-up, like I'm very much takers like I am. But when I was younger, I used to do the whole hot, the soften me voice, baby voice thing for a fella. That's um. got to be normal, hasn't it? Cringy, oh. but normal.
2: Yeah, actually, you know, a lot of women, what they do is they go higher in their voice. Oh, no, no. And, and, and then, you know what the fellows do? Hey, yeah. Vicky, like they, they, go, they, go, they go deep. And it's because of us thinking of what the perfect stereotype is for the person that we're with and yeah. then form-fitting that. And that's the reason why, you know, I always say that when you meet someone, you never meet them. You meet their representative. And then it's over time that you really yeah. find out who they are.
0: No, yeah, I mean you always put like I was, you always endeavour to put your best foot like foot forward on a date. But I think like it almost feels like a bit like an interview, you know? Like initially, and I am quite a confident person, but even I felt like I was putting forward, like. I would say best version, but it's absolutely not true. It's just exactly what I thought the person wanted to see, you know?
2: Exactly. It's a representative yeah. of you. It's it's not you. And what people find is that the people who are able to show who they truly are early on are the people who have stronger relationships. It's, yeah. it's, it's fascinating. Like even back on the accent thing, what I've noticed is that, you know, so I do a lot of studies, right? Yeah. And what I'll see is that people will take the accent of so say they're from up north, they're on a date with someone from London. Yeah. They'll take it, and they will int- they will unintentionally, so subconsciously, they're softening the accent. And I also notice here that uh, everyone tries to go posh. And that's, that's the thing. It's like let me be made in Chelsea. You know, that's that's what I want to do. And 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 the idea is that that's. Somehow, like, it makes you a better person, which it it doesn't. So accents are – I think, by the way, I think that in the U.K. that accents is one of the number one discriminating points. So people will not date you. Or not be in a relationship with you because of your accent. They'll stereotype you because of your accent.
0: Like a specific, well, there's all these polls, isn't there? And you see them on Instagram and I'm not sure how like valid they are or how like authentic, but they like sort of rank people's accents based on like polls and things like that. Geordie luckily always ends up quite near the top. I think we've got like a musical lilt to it. I think it's quite cheerful, but poor Birmingham always gets put like right near the bottom. And I think, yeah, honestly. But then I feel like, Thomas Shelby, Picky Blinders. I don't know if you've watched that. Like, <laughs> show me a bird who wouldn't shag him.
2: <laughs> I know. I'm, t- I'm saying you're right. It depends. It depends who it is. Yeah, right? of it got, course, it, it's it. got to. Yeah.
0: Um, it's really funny you bring up accents because obviously my partner Erkan is born and raised Southeast London, so he's. If I could compare his accent to somebody you've probably met on Slips Go and I'd probably say he's more of like a Pete type. He was on okay. Towie for a bit, you know. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Blinking, you would have missed him. He was only on for five minutes. He was oh, dead. But- he's dead. Nice. He's <laughs> too much. Of, he's <laughs> too nice for reality TV. Really, that's what I always tell him. Um, he didn't have that edge that you sort of need to kiss people's girlfriends and stuff. Um, so yeah, so he's got that voice, and we've obviously been together four years now, Paul, and we're thinking oh. like marriage and babies and all that stuff, and I'm like. I love it. We can have kids down here I can, by all means but by the when they start to get like two and they're starting to pick up words like I want to be back up north because I want them to speak like me and it's the first time he's openly admitted he was like no I, I can't have a house full of people who speak like you I fucking hate your accent
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it oh hold on though. so this is good so, so you've been in a relationship for four years then yeah for four years so is it good or you,
0: bad, what you're going to tell is I'm nervous.
2: No, I love, I, I, well, let me see. Let me ask a few questions. I'll tell you if it's, if it's good or bad. So oh, God, four, we're
0: switching hats. I love this. Go. So, all
2: right, so four years. Do you believe that you two will get married? Yes. Okay, so when do you believe you will become engaged to be met? I'm
0: engaged now, Paul?
2: Oh you're engaged. Yes! Oh my god, let me see the ring. Let me see the ring. Let me see oh, what you're working with. Hang on,
0: I'm gonna get it for you. Hang on. I didn't work in this morning, so I didn't have it on. I'm dead paranoid. I'm gonna go get it. All
2: right, let me see. I need to see the ring. This is very important. Okay. Alright, let's see. Oh oh oh. Wow. Okay. That's big.
0: I know. So we were together about a year and a half. And like, I absolutely knew, like, all my listeners would be bored to this, this story. So I won't tell it again. But we had this first date and he did this like really little gesture. Like I'd had had my heart broken like about three, four months before and was in the worst way, really. Didn't expect the date to amount to anything. Thought I was still pretty much traumatized. Um, and like I was telling him a little bit about it. Not too much. I didn't want to scare him off and sound like a man hater. Um, but I mentioned, you know, I'd been hurt and he just leant across the table and held me hand.
2: There you go. There you go.
0: It was such a simple gesture, but it was so intimate and it really shocked us how how cute it was and like emotionally intelligent. So I sent me me pals a message and I went, lasses, buy a fucking hat because this, this one's the one. I
2: love it. So, so, so so then you're thinking definitely marriage and then definitely children.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to freeze me eggs in January, Paul.
2: Nice. 19. I'm 34,
0: and I just think, let's not rush it, but let's also protect, like, future Vicky and Erkan's happiness, because you never know, do you?
2: No, you never know. I love it. So then here's the big question. Have you both done premarital counseling yet?
0: I thought you were going to say premarital sex, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, mate, that, that friendship has definitely sealed. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, but have you, though? Have you done it?
0: No. So, no. Okay. God, I feel like I'm like, do you always, do your voice, I told you your voice is really nice. Does your energy always do this? Like, I felt like I was about to tell you something really honest there that I've not really said out loud. And then I was like, there's something about Paul that makes me want to do that. Do you get that a lot?
2: Well, I I, I tell you, if, if that's how it makes you feel, then I say run with it. Because yeah, that's vulnerability. That's vulnerability. What do you you got for us, baby? Well,
0: I'm going to do it. So we did, like, obviously, I love her. Connie's the best. And, like, all most people say is, like, us on Instagram, like, kissing, holding hands, having a really nice time in glamorous locations, looking like lovely bits of kit. Mm -hmm. And I always try my best to show both sides of the coin because we all know nothing's perfect. That's just not real life. Um, But we did this thing where, like, we moved into this house which was, like, a big deal financially. Like, it was a fucking big stretch, but I really wanted it, so we pushed. And then we also, like, just because moving wasn't stressful enough, got, got like, a Labrador puppy.
2: Oh, my goodness. Okay. And
0: I made, and it was just ended up, we'd gone from this lovely little life in lockdown in this flat where we were so comfortable and just had each other to, like, exploding. The world was open again. We had, like, this house to pay for, this dog to train. And I went back to work, and he went back to work, and we just really struggled. And we had this, like super hard like couple months where it felt like neither of us could say the right thing to each other like we yes. were just making each other I don't know I felt like we weren't making each other that happy and that's what I always consider a healthy relationship to be like used to make each other better um so I was talking to my life coach about it and he was like you absolutely need to go to relationship therapy yes um and I was yep. like so up for it mate because I believe better out than in I love talking about my problems I'm a natural communicator I can slightly more stoic
2: Okay.
0: He is okay. Turkish Cypriot and they're very like.
2: Yeah, yeah, very, very stoic. Yeah, yeah.
0: strong, men will be men. Fucking, I'm right. not talking about my feelings. Like I've only seen him cry once. So I think that was when his football team lost. So. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was a bit of a, a push to get him to do it. But we did, we spoke to someone. Okay. um, And we found it super beneficial.
2: Good, good. I love that. So you know what? I, I love so many things about that story. But in particular, what I love is that he was, um, he didn't want to go to therapy, right? He no. didn't want to go to counseling, but it sounds like he really did it for you. And I think that's, that's the key with someone who you know is a good partner, is that they're willing to do things for you that they may not do for themselves. And to your point of it was, yeah. it, it was like it was healing, I think that in all relationships, you're doing one of two things. You're either healing together or you're creating trauma together. There's yeah. no in between. And that's the reason why counseling and therapy is so important. So important. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm proud of you both for doing that. And I would encourage you to continue doing it because you're always going to have issues. Always. Yeah. Like you think the Labrador and the big houses. I mean, wait until you throw kids in the mix.
0: I, am, I mean, I'm already dreading this.
2: Oh, my gosh. It changes the game. It changes the game. <laughs>
0: Well, and I suppose that's a really good question for me because I know you are in a gorgeous, healthy, happy relationship with your lovely wife and you've got these two little boys. But people would probably assume you have everything figured out. Like, are there moments with you and your partner where you're like, fuck me, we need to speak to someone?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, so we... So one is I see a therapist in particular because I do reality TV. So I oh, me, guess. Me. You're,
0: you're preaching to the choir. 12 years I'm strong, sure. mate. There's no therapist I haven't seen.
2: Oh, my God. I always say, especially if you do British reality TV, you need to have a therapist on speed dial. Like, <laughs> that's pretty much the requisite. You know what I mean? So that I'm that's that's, that's that's one. But we have... Uh, so we have not only uh, a therapist, but we also have relationship mentors. And I yeah. think that's something very important. So, you know, with social media and and Vicky, from what I know about you, what I do adore about you is that you show the real, like you, you understand that social media is show and tell, but you also understand that it's about unveiling who you really are. Right. And what happens in the relationship is that, you, so many of us are always asking ourselves, well, what is normal? This is the reason why most people break up with yeah. the partners, because they go online and they see yeah. celebrities loved up in Ibiza or wherever with their partner. Fucking
0: Maldives, perfect mods, <laughs> look like they've got knee problems.
2: Perfect photos, perfect drink, perfect bodies. You know what I mean? Everything <laughs> complete utter bastards you know and then and then you ask yourself well oh my god i don't have that with my partner i'm yeah. at home it's freezing you know and so you say to yourself well then what i have is not normal what they have is normal and therefore i need to get out of this situation yeah. and this is the reason why i say it's so important to have mentors romantic mentors or couples mentors in your life because these are people who you actually can talk to right? These are people who you may see once a month for dinner. These are people who you might see, you know, every two weeks for a coffee. And you get a chance just to see how a real couple interacts because every couple argues. Yeah. Every couple has disagreements. Yeah. Every couple, every, every couple gets upset. Every couple's dealing with trauma. Yeah. Um, it's not perfect all the time. So that's why I love of that. So, so we have, uh, relationship mentors, uh, and we have, we have therapists.
0: Well, I feel like, honestly like I'm, like I said before, such a huge advocate for therapy in any form, like life coach, therapists, like counselors, whatever it is that helps you work through stuff. Cause we're all just trying to put ourselves together, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you raised such a good point, Paul. I always say the problem with social media is it's made perfect seem normal. And now yeah. nobody's interested in normal anymore. Yes. And like, yeah. I feel like that's such a shame because I love, my greatest pleasures in life actually come from the normal. Right. Like, you know, I went to like a big fancy awards last night and I fucking hated it. Yeah, like me I, too. I, I, I hate awards. I hate them. Like my heart's pounding, the back of my knees are sweating. I don't feel thin enough. I don't right. feel like, even if I love my outfit in the car, by the time I get there, I don't feel good enough. Right. Um, you know, it, it's all just, I, I feel like I say the wrong things to everybody. I'm just nervous the whole time. But you know, when I'm at me happiest, when I fucking oh. get home and I have a Big yes. Mac,
2: yeah, exa- no. <laughs> you know what so. So I'm the same way. Do you feel like you're an introvert? You must be an introvert then.
0: So I'm an, a, a, an introvert, Whatever, whatever it is, when everybody thinks you're a extrovert, but secretly you're an introvert. All right.
2: So, so you're an intro. So, so there's an introvert. There's extroversion, but there, there's ambiversion, okay. which is a combination of of the two. But it sounds like well, here here's the here's the million dollar question: is before you go to an event like last night, before you go to, to an event, what what puts you in the best space to go to that event? Is it by yourself, you know, or is it with a big group of people to get lots of energy to go to the the event?
0: I have to have, like, when I used to go, have to go at these things by myself because I didn't have a significant other. I used to have, to, and this is my personal thing and something that I've really taken steps to work on. I used to drink Paul to calm me nerves. And mm. because I was so, mm. do you know what? I used to have a drink with Pete because I was so terrified. Yeah. And like, drinking with Pete is never a good idea, quite frankly, because he's like, Can I say it for
2: the record? <laughs> I, I do it for the record. And this is, this is something that I, I shouldn't be proud of, but it's, it's the truth.
0: Come on. You can keep up with Pete.
2: You you know, so, all right, here's the quick story. You're you're going to appreciate this. So, you know, Pete's been on Slubs Go Dating at least 16 times.
0: More than you, mate. More than you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's been on more than Tom Reed Wilson. You know what I mean? (laughs) And every time, every series, this this guy, kind he's like, all right, Paul, you're going to come drink with us. You're going to come drink with us. And, And I am, I always say no. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So this series to get him to come back now, but this series, the first thing he says to me before he's like, hello, he says, Paul, at least once this series, will you come? So I said, okay, all right, cool. We we could do this. So by the end of the series, we're in Cyprus. It's the, the whole thing is, 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 it's, a, it's, we're having a good time. He's like, this is the night. And I was like, this guy is like—he's trying to kill me. Like his whole thing is, I'm gonna kill Paul. He even stopped while we were filming, while we were filming Vicky, while we we're filming the final scene. He said, "Paul, remember what you owe me." I was like, "Yo, yeah, this he's, hes 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 going mad. Like he's going mad with this thing." But it's okay Yeah. because he forgot I was Jamaican. So, so, so we—we we all we—we're out, right? We're doing our thing. And you know what I did, Vicky? You know how many yes. shots? Cause tequila is his thing, it's my thing. Yeah. So normally people what's the, the most number of shots you've ever seen somebody order?
0: Oh, I mean like 10, and I feel like it's a, it's over the top, you know?
2: Yeah. So I ordered 32 shots.
0: Oh my God. I have anxiety just hearing that.
2: I, I ordered 32 shots of tequila. They put them on big, massive like, you know, trays. And I had 32. I'm balancing 32. I handed a couple out to people, yeah. but then I found Pete in the corner, right? I laid all the shots on the table. I said, all right, this is what you wanted. Let's do it.
0: Let's cancel.
2: <laughs> we went shot for shot, shot for shot, shot for shot, shot for shot, shot for shot. People getting the shot, shot for shot. Okay. And he was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: win I was wrong I concede defeat you, babe you have got some stamina to do that with Pete Wicks because let me tell you in 10 years of friendship there has never been one time where I've been like come on Pete I'm still going like every time he puts me to bed like and I'm a Geordie so we're up there
2: no. I, I, I know I've heard about you I've heard what? about the, like the, the Geordie crew I've heard I, and I know I know several yeah yes.
0: you've, you've had quite a few of them wouldn't to be fair haven't you
2: Quite a few, quite a few, quite a few. On on Marry First Sight as well, we've had a couple.
0: Oh my God, yeah, you have. I can't wait to talk to you about all of them because you know I'm such a huge reality TV fan, right?
2: Oh my gosh, i, I, I need, mean, yeah.
0: I need all the goths. Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting you in part one. I'm going to have a quick quick break and a wee, and can I have you back in part two, please, as well?
2: Yeah, we have a wee? Are we having a wee together? Or you, is it I just mean, you
0: can have your wee and I'll have mine if you want.
2: Okay, there you go. All right, we'll be <laughs> back. All right, cool.